Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the ASPA podcast, the American Society of Public Administration podcast, coming to you from South Florida, USA. And uh, I'm Tom Holtz. Uh, I am a member of the board of uh, ASPA South Florida. I am an adjunct professor of business communications and legal studies at uh, Stephen F. Wilson State University and going for my doctorate in PhD HR, but I'm not here to talk about me. We've got a, uh, we've got a couple of people. I do want to uh, say, have our co-hosts say hello. Bill Solomon, front and center, where are you? I happen to be right here, Tom. Um, I'm William Solomon. I'm also a member of the South Florida chapter of ASPA Board of Directors. Um, I recently, shall we say, retired from Miami-Dade County Parks after 37 years, and I am a practicing attorney, and I have been an adjunct professor for many years. So, welcome. Great. And our other uh, special guest, we were wondering how special he is because he almost didn't get here, is uh, Ben Paley. Uh, ben is a third-year law student at Nova Southeastern University, also a member of our board. And uh, Ben, how are you doing today? I, I am doing fantastic, Tom. Thank you for asking. Uh, in addition to everything that you stated, uh, I am also the executive editor of ILSA's International and Comparative Law Journal, um, and I'm involved um, in ASPA as well. I'm very happy to be here today. I'm very excited uh, to learn more about Mr. Baker and, and the, all the wonderful work that he's done. I'm very, and we're very happy to have you here, uh, Ben, and, and thank you for mentioning uh, your accolade. Congratulations on being named editor of that journal. That's very prestigious. Um, our special, special guest, is Kelvin Baker. And uh, Kel uh, Mr. Baker is city manager of the city of Miramar, Florida. How are you doing today, Mr. Baker? I'm doing very well. I'm the, I'm the assistant city manager, if I can. Uh, well, you'll get, to, well, you'll get to, you'll, you'll get there soon enough. Don't worry about it. Been, been there, been there many times, but uh, that's not where I'm at at the moment. <laughs> Well, okay, the assistant city manager, and he's honest, everybody. So that's a so that's also another important thing. We've heard a lot of good things about you, Mr. Baker, and we're very pleased that you're able to uh, make it uh, to the podcast uh, today to share your background with us and share your own view of best practices in public administration. And we're going to cut right to the chase. Um, Mr. Baker, why don't you tell us about how you got your start? What, what fueled your passion here? And, uh, you know, tell us about your academic background, but also tell us how you got into the business. Uh, again, good, good evening. And thank you all uh, for this opportunity to uh, share with you uh, uh, a little bit about me. Um, I, I do want to uh, highlight that I did not uh, like raise my hand and say, I want to be in uh, city government. It, uh, it really somewhat kind of fell in my lap uh, as a result of uh, going to a Christmas party and uh, sitting at a table, having a conversation with a bunch of people and not knowing that the person that was sitting next to me happened to be the city manager of the city of Miami. And a very quiet, very quiet gentleman, but he was taking 
uh, some mental notes uh, about some of the things that I was just sharing at the table. And, and as a result of, of the, uh, the dinner party coming to an end, he requested my, uh, my, my business card. And uh, at, uh, the following Monday, I get a call into my office saying he would like to have lunch with me. And, uh, and I showed up for lunch and he said, I've, I, I know enough about you to know that uh, I want you on my team. Uh, uh, and uh, how quickly could you make yourself available to come and be a part of my team? And that's uh, how I entered into uh, government. Uh, prior to that, I was in, uh, in, in banking and thought I was you know, experiencing a uh, a very flourishing uh, career in, uh, in in banking, but that's how I uh, entered government. But just want to talk about my uh, my my education real briefly. I I graduated from Trinity International University uh, with a bachelor's in human human resources management, mm-hmm. and and from there uh, got my graduate graduate degree from uh, St. Thomas University uh, in uh, is a uh, MSM, a Master's of Science and Management with a, uh, with a certification in, in, in public management. Uh, I also uh, served as the uh, chief volunteer uh, minister uh, for uh, my uh, our community church. Uh, and I have a, a PhD uh, honorary uh, PhD as well as a uh, PhD in pastoral studies, uh, and so uh, again, congratulations, I, congratulations, yeah, uh, thank you. And I've had the had the privilege to, to uh, you know, uh, be in the academia arena. I served as a missions director for University of Fort Lauderdale, as well as I've done some adjunct work with. Uh, a uh, local uh, university here in town called uh, Vargas University, where I taught uh, management classes there at that at that university. But I want to kind of back up a little bit and sort of talk about my my career in government uh, while at the uh, while at the city of Miami. Uh, I was brought in as an assistant to the director there and I worked in the Department of General Services Administration and Solid Waste Management. It was at that time I had a uh, director that was uh, always eager to uh, further develop me and gave me many responsibilities. So I had an opportunity to learn uh, so many different areas of city government and city, city operation. And so I was there for roughly six and a half years. And at that point in time, I felt that it, you know, it was time for me to spread my wings and, and not step on, uh, on the directors or anyone else toes. So I entered a national search. Uh, the city of North Miami Beach was doing a national search for a public, public works director. And, uh, and I applied. and went through the shortlisting process and was selected as the uh, city's uh, public works director for the city of North Miami Beach. And, uh, and I was there for uh, 17 and a half years and uh, went from public services 
director to utility director, public, uh, uh, public services uh, director, assistant city manager, assistant city manager over, I should say, the uh, public services department, which comprise of public works and public utilities. And then over, over a period of uh, time, uh, uh, as I begin to work uh, more into the city manager's office, uh, was named deputy, uh, deputy city manager. And then probably a couple of years later, I became the uh, city uh, manager of the city of North Miami, North Miami Beach. And, uh, but I, I do want to say that uh, in terms of looking at my career and where I received probably the greatest growth and development, it was right, you know, it was right there in the city of North Miami Beach. While I was there, I was uh, able to author, you know, a couple of dozen white papers that range from uh, operational improvements, uh, you know, empowering, empowering the employees, uh, looking at uh, creating systems that allow for some success planning and just, just had a lot of fun with all of the various things. Uh, we, uh, while there, uh, won some very uh, prestigious awards as it relates to uh, public uh, works. I, uh, in 1997, uh, just a few of my claims to fame in 1997, I believe, uh, I appeared on the cover of uh, the American Public Works magazine and uh, of, a, of a big project that we had completed related to, you know, it had a lot of environmental features and you know right around that time things were beginning to become more environmentally aware environmentally sensitive so we built this facility with all of these environmental features in it and was able to be showcased nationally uh, by the american uh, public works association uh it was doing that right around that time i was uh won the award as the uh leader of the year uh, with the American uh, Public Works uh, Association, and that was that, that that was certainly an honor. But I want to home in on a, a, another area that was very that kind of pushed me into uh, city management as a de, as a department director. I I learned that a lot of my ideas and things were much more broader than just, you know, it was, it was not just limited specifically to my department, but it was much broader. It was, you know, uh, ideas and things that uh, could be implemented citywide that would give us a greater impact. And so as I began to pursue and begin to develop uh, some of those things, in many cases, I found it to be a challenge to get others to buy into it. And so it occurred to me that if I'm going to really make an impact, since that's where my development was kind of going more, a little more global than just at a department, department level, that I would probably better fit as a, as a city manager. So uh, in uh, 2008, I became, became city manager. And all these creative ideas that I had in my head that I wasn't successful at selling and convincing uh, the you know previous city managers. I began I began implementing. 
Uh, one of them in, in, in particular is a management initiative uh, called CARE. And that's a comprehensive assessment of revenues and, and expenditures. The reason why I want to bring that out is that when I became a city manager back in 2008, uh, the, the, the entire state went through a property tax reform. I don't know if you all remember that. The property tax reform that devastated uh, many cities because as you know, uh, you know, governmental agencies, you know, the, the primary source of revenue is the Avalon tax revenue. And so with this property tax reform, uh, most of our revenue uh, had been hit quite a bit. And so cities all over the state uh, was laying off and having to do all kinds of creative things just to balance their budget. So with, with me being involved with uh, uh, schooling and, 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 uh, and, and sharing with a lot of young and upcoming leaders, uh, I came up with this concept called CARE. And what it did, it allowed, the, allowed us to uh, challenge the organization to uh, to maximize its revenues and, its, and and look at its expenditures and kind of take the organization and put it under put it under microscope and see if there are some other out of the box ways of uh, reducing costs and enhancing revenue and things of that nature. So I developed uh, developed that care initiative and uh, during that during the first year we were able to generate an, an excess of about $2 million in, uh, in, in new revenue. And as a result of that, we uh, were able to avoid a massive layoff of, of the city. And so I continued to work on that, uh, that whole concept, that whole comprehensive assessment of revenues and, and expenditure. And as it was fully developed, uh, the, uh, the ICMA uh, University uh, called me in to do a, uh, a national webinar on the creation of the whole care, care program. And I, I, I talk about care because every city that I've managed, I've used it. Uh, and, and currently we are, uh, we're using it right here in the, in the city of, of Miramar. And we have generated millions of dollars Within, within a short period of time by using this whole care initiative uh, concept. So that's one of my, uh, one of my small uh, claims, of, claims of, of fame since I've been in government in terms of being able to create a program that is sustainable, a program that actually uh, brings uh, a lot of life uh, into, into city government. And so that's a, a 10 point program and, uh, It'll probably take a few hours to kind of go over the whole thing, but that's it in uh, that's it in general. Uh, again, I have been uh, I've been city manager of uh, of three cities. Uh, I've been to the uh, city manager of the city of of, of, of Opelika, which I often like to say that uh, every public administrator needs a tour of duty at the city of Opalaka. It, it certainly will show you things that you've never seen before and will, uh, will encourage you to sharpen up your pencil and, uh, and, and, and try to do some things to uh, improve uh, the, uh, the efforts there. And I've been city manager of the city of, uh, 
uh, Lauderdale Lakes. That's a city of uh, northern in the northern portion of, uh, of, 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 Broward, of Broward County. So I've, I've been uh, for the, since 1988 to the, to the current, I've, I've kind of traveled <laughs> around to some different cities. And, and so my, my perspective, uh, because no city is exact, uh, uh, my perspective is pretty, pretty broad. I don't want to say that I've seen it all because I don't think you can when you're dealing with you know, an elected body or what have you. Uh, all cities seem to have their own characteristics and, and what have you. But I think that I've been uh, successful at, uh, at making a mark in, uh, in public administration and uh, in doing some things that, uh, that many others have not done. Uh, during my uh, tour uh, with the city of North Miami Beach, I was able to build an $80 million uh, water treatment plant and, uh, and very few administrators are able to uh, build an infrastructure of that of that dollar value substantial something that uh, is sustainable and something that uh, future generations would uh, be able uh, to, to benefit from. So that's pretty much it. I'm now in the city of Miramar. I'm the uh, I'm the assistant city manager here work very closely. Uh, with the city manager in terms of planning and and and, uh, and programming and uh, goal setting and uh, vision casting in terms of moving moving the city uh, uh, forward. Again, uh, we have uh, we've implemented uh, the care program that I've used in other cities as well, and I would say that this city is obviously much larger than any other city that I have, uh, I've, I've worked for. And so the successes here are far greater than they've been anywhere else because it's a, it's a, it's a city uh, with a population of over 140,000 as a full service city with our very own police fire and, uh, and every, everything else you may desire in a, in, in a smaller city. So we've been able to do some rem some remarkable things as it relates uh, to uh, just enhancing our overall value, and I do believe in a you know a few minutes we'll talk a little bit about a recent award that we received. So absolutely, I, I hope I I hope I didn't say too much, but that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Well, I'll tell you, uh, you know, you talk about your small accomplishments; they're not small. I'll tell you that much, and. Uh, I, of course, sit corrected. You're, you're currently not the manager. You're the assistant manager, but you've been the manager of at least three other cities. Uh, so I think uh, that certainly speaks uh, to your career. Um, I know Bill has a question, uh, but before I do that, I'm just kind of curious as uh, you're, because um, you started out in human resources. Uh, did you have any, uh, now, and excuse me if I accidentally missed by, uh, passed by this or I didn't hear it, but did you have any special, because HR is an interest of mine. I was in HR for 12 years in New York City uh, government. And um, I did everything from soup to nuts. Uh, I was a chief cook and bottle washer, but the bottom line is, uh, did you have any specialty in terms of your projects, like in compensation or benefits or staffing and recruitment, uh, as one of your, one or more of your ideas, uh, and, 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 and whatever happened with that, if anything. 
No, I, 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 I've never really worked. Uh, my, my undergraduate is in human resources uh, mm -hmm. management. I've never really worked in a human uh, resources management uh, department. I've managed a human resources management department, but I've never really uh, worked in it. Specific. You manage it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. Well, thank you for clarifying that. I'm going to turn this over to Bill now. I'm he's champing at okay. a bit. Go ahead. Yes, of course. Um, thank you, Mr. Baker, for being with us today. And my interest, besides your storied career, which I think is really great, and you've explained how you've moved on and upward, and all of the things that you've done, and your accomplishments are wonderful. Um, what would you tell a student in, let's say, a master's in public administration that's interested in being a city manager? What things, what suggestions would you have for them for, so they can move forward in the future? I, I would uh, suggest that one of the first things that I like to tell folks that tell me they're interested, I say, you know, do an internship. Uh, see if you can get an internship in the city manager's office. Most city managers will love uh, to have a, uh, an intern to shadow them or whatever. That's the best thing you can do before you get in it. I would tell you that it is not for everybody. It, it is certainly not for, it is not for the majority. Uh, it's, it, it really takes a, a special person uh, to, uh, to do the job of a city manager. I've, I've, I've told my bosses over the years that you can't pay a guy to be a city manager. You can't put a price tag on it because it is a position that you live with. It becomes part of you, becomes part of your part of your family. If you're not, if you don't have room to invite a, a big member into your family, because uh, that's what it's like to be city manager. You got a, a, another person in the family because it would it would run you and your family really need to be, be, be part of it if you want to stay in it because it's, it's not a typical job where you go in and you, you do eight hours and you go home. It's a 24-hour it's a job. Uh, it's not just managing people, but it's counseling people. It's even counseling your own, uh, own bosses and and oftentimes even trying to get your, your elected body uh, to, work to work together. So it's, 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 it's more than what it looks like on the surface. But again, I would encourage them, do an internship after the inter internship, then you can ask yourself, is this really what I wanna do? <laughs> and so that would be, you know, that would be one of, the, uh, one, one of the first things. And the other one is that you, you should really feel passionate about helping people, because uh, because there's a public is you're the chief public servant. So what you do is that you you uh, you prepare the elected officials to make policy decisions that impact the public as a whole. And so when you're when you're real passionate about. Uh, providing services to the public, it, it makes all of the difference in the world. You know, you, you work together to pull, to pull some legislation that ultimately the elected body will approve. And when it's finally approved, it's really a good feeling when you know it's gonna help so many. 
very much. That's great. And uh, Ben, <clears throat> Ben uh, had uh, had to be called away uh, to take care of something special. But Ben was it was so uh, interested in your talk that he says, "I've got to stay and I've got to ask him a question." Go ahead, Ben. Put your mic on and don't ask the questions with it off. That's good. Go ahead. <laughs> I I would never ask the question with the microphone off. That would just be embarrassing, and I never do that. We hope. Um, well, there's always a <laughs> first time. We're watching. Go ahead. Exactly. Um, I you mentioned earlier your involvement in in your community church and how you're you serve as a minister in that, and I'm interested in what kind of an impact that has had on how you look at public service. And what similarities you've seen between uh, your work in in your church and and kind of how uh, your work in in local government has been? Well, well, since I uh, be, before I, I came into government, I was already involved in the uh, in the church in a, a you know volunteer capacity as I am uh, today. But uh, but I think that's that's the root of where my uh, passion uh, to serve people uh, came from, which is why uh, as I got into government, I be began to gravitate further and further into higher roles so that I can make a greater impact uh, on people because uh, the, the work that I do in the church is I serve the people. I help people feed the, you know, feed, feed the homeless, uh, you know, going to some of the, uh, you know, heavily economically challenged communities and try to mentor and provide uh, better directions to the to the unfortunate people that are living uh, below below uh, poverty levels, and so it is that I think that's where my uh, my passion to uh, to help and be involved in public services it kind of started at the at the church level, of course, going coming into government where there's opportunities uh, and there are resources uh, to make available, it actually enhanced that even even further. Thank you. Okay, and uh, I. I think, and I think that this is uh, that this is time. Ben, you can get out of here if you really need to. Although we'll miss you, uh, but I think this is time. Thank you, to... Mr. Baker. Bye, everyone. And thank you, Ben. No, seriously, for attending. It was really good seeing you again. Um, so let's talk now about the All American Award that you're uh, extremely proud of. And I believe you have every right to be proud of that. How'd that come about? What is it about? And, and uh, you know, tell us, tell us everything in a thousand words or less. Okay. The, uh, the, the National League uh, uh, creates a, a national competition uh, on an annual basis where uh, cities all over the country are able to compete with each other. Cities all over the country are able to compete with each other. As you know, in uh, in, in government, it's quite different than it. It's quite different now than it's been in many years. Where government now, uh, government agencies now are having to be competitive. <laughs> uh, uh, individuals that are looking at 
uh, at cities now when uh, as to where to move, they now begin to compare, you know, what type of services you provide, uh, you know, uh, what the property taxes are, you know, what 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 incentives it, it, uh, that that are there, but uh, they're they're looking and searching for a place to to, to live, work, and and play. So, with uh, cities recognizing that they are uh, they now have to be very uh, competitive with other cities, you have this this national award. It's a very uh, very uh, prestigious award because of the award to allow you to benchmark yourself with cities all over the country. You know, those of us in the, in the, uh, in, in, in Miami-Dade County or Broward often, when we're looking at programs, looking at rolling out programs, we call around to the local areas and find out what they have. And we kind of benchmark ourselves to make sure we're going in the right direction. And so this, this national uh, league has this program called All American City and it allows you to compete with uh, hundreds of cities. Uh, and it's, it's, it is something that is rolled out every year. And so with hundreds of cities competing for the title to be all American city, there are, the, the, the league comes up with a criteria and a theme that they want you to present to, to prove to them that you deserve the title of being an all-American city. And what it does for you, it gives you bragging rights uh, that you can showcase to future developers, uh, future, uh, future residents, future employees. But it's actually, it's a, it's, it's, it's a big thing that allow you to somewhat create some economic stimulus for your city just by having the title of All-American City. So what the league, what the uh, National League does is that they, uh, they, they, they roll out this, 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 this contest that is very competitive. Hundreds of cities uh, submit an application desiring to have that title of being an All-American City. Then they take that and they, they select 20 out of the hundreds of applications that come in. And then your application has to be very, very, very compelling. It's a written application where you somewhat tell your story uh, in, a, in a written manner. Uh, and they take the, the top 20 most compelling stories that they see on paper. Then uh, they challenge you to go back to your city and put together committees and teams or whatever. And then they give you a date where you have to present to them why you feel your city uh, should have the title of being an all-American city. A very, very involved uh, process because it does uh, require that you look into areas that perhaps you have not looked at before. Now we, as a, a city, our we have uh, we we are on a mission to ensure that our city is on the map, like many other cities. You know, when 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 someone mentions your city, just say if they live in California, or live in New York, or live in Oregon, or wherever, when your city is mentioned, uh, 
you will want them to say, oh, I know where that is. And usually when you're able to uh, get a person a response saying, I know where that is, that means they've heard about it somewhere. But uh, when it's like, well, where is Miramar? I've never heard of Miramar before. Well, we, we, we feel strongly that with our uh, recent award that the, 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 the thought of, of, of not knowing where Miramar, Florida is, we think that we've been able to somewhat uh, kill that thought in, in, uh, in many minds because now with this, with this national award uh, that we are now being showcased, it has been advertised in different uh, journals and, and many things of that nature that we are an all-American city. Now there are many steps that we took to get there. It, it's, it, 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 was, it was not an easy process, but it's one that uh, when, uh, when I decided to recommend uh, to the city manager that we, that I felt we were ripe, uh, we were ripe in pursuing it, there are many things that we had to do. I call it like the roadmap uh, to becoming an all-American city. Uh, uh, one of the things that we did, we assembled a team of, uh, of, of some of the uh, sharpest uh, employees that we have in the organization that we felt would be very instrumental in helping us to put together a, uh, a winning program to, uh, to win this award. And so we created a program and uh, we brought on a, uh, uh, a management consultant that would help us to facilitate uh, all of these uh, all, all of these efforts. And uh, we knew that we had only about 20 minutes. At the end, it was narrowed down. We had 20 minutes in, in this uh, COVID uh, environment. We had 20 minutes to present to a committee why the city of Miramar should be named an all-American city. And we went through an entire exercise. Again, they provided the criteria. We followed the criteria. And we went through an entire exercise to convince them that we were an all-American city. And part of our process is that we uh, convinced them and showed them that we were a full-service city that we were sensitive to all of our cultures, all of the various needs of our city, and the many things that we did during uh, the, the height of the COVID uh, to be there for our community and make sure that every person in this community was being touched and reached and that we were not allowing anyone to be left behind from our work with working with our, uh, our small businesses my work with uh, with with uh, with feeding the community, for our work with uh, providing all types of subsidiary programs to to subsidize many issues that were occurring in uh, in, in in families. So as a result of that, uh, the 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 the, lat, the top uh, the top twenty was shortlisted down to the top ten. We were fortunate to be one of the top 10. We had two other cities in the state of Florida that was competing uh, with us in the, at the state level. That was the city of, uh, of Miami Lakes 
and the city of Fort Lauderdale. So we were the three that were uh, that were in the runnings uh, because it's not necessarily them giving an award just for the state of Florida because they they would at the end they only gave out ten of these awards on a national scale. And so at the end, when everything is, was said and done, uh, we were uh, ranked, uh, ranked the highest and was able to uh, walk away with the award being an all-American city. And if you've not heard of it before, now that I have mentioned it, you will see that there are, you know, there are several cities in Florida that have that, uh, that privilege, uh, uh, that, that the, the bragging rights, the uh, I think the city of uh, Lotta Hill. Uh, I think they were one of the one of the recent uh, winners. The city of Miami Gardens. I believe they won in in twenty in in twenty twenty. So there are there there are several out there. But again, it's you know it's nothing like being able to communicate with uh, a, a future resident or. It's future. a great great honor that yeah. you that you've told us about and we do congratulate you we are uh, running a little short on time but i wanted to just ask you if there was anything very very quickly that you wanted to add before we sign before we signed off for now and once again i only wish we had a lot more time uh to talk uh, with what has obviously been so many accomplishments uh, we would be on here for, for, for three hours talking about that. And uh, I think, you know, but, it, but uh, do you have anything very, very quickly that you'd like to say? Well, I think that uh, uh, we're in government. Uh, we are, we're a challenge on, the, on a daily basis to make sure we are bringing forth, the, you know, the very best that we can uh, in, uh, in managing our cities, representing our cities, and in, in ensuring uh, that our cities are doing everything it can to bring forth the best services that we can possibly make available to the community. I do thank you very much once again, Mr. Baker, for the generous amount of time that you've given us. You're still in your office while everybody else is, uh, everybody else is having dinner. Uh, which goes to show you the dedication uh, th that you have. Uh, Bill, is there anything further you'd like to add before we sign off? Only that I would like to thank Mr. Baker for the time and public service that he has given to the people of South Florida. I think it's fabulous. And that's what we always tell our students, make sure that's what you want to do. And you've made the choice, and I think it was the right choice. So thank you very much. Absolutely. This is Tom Holtz now for the uh, Aspa South Florida podcast coming out of uh, coming out of South Florida. And uh, we say goodbye now on behalf of Mr. Baker and uh, Bill Solomon and uh, Ben Paley, who uh, is waving to us from a distance. And uh, and thank you once again uh, for your participation today. Mr. Baker, just stay on for a second after we get off. And I thank you all once again.